Today on the newscast, Israel takes out another top Palestinian Islamic Jihad commander as rockets are fired from Gaza at Jerusalem. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We are now in day four of Israel's Operation Shield and Arrow targeting Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorists in Gaza. Now, just a quick update for you where we are at the state of play as the state of Israel heads into Shabbat and the weekend. Number one, key point, over 900 rockets have been launched from Gaza at Israel uh, over the past 48 hours alone, now many of those rockets, thankfully, have been intercepted by Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system. Uh, several dozen, probably hundreds more at this point, have fallen inside of Gaza. They never reached Israel. They were fired from Gaza and they fell inside the Strip. And some Palestinian civilians were reportedly killed by those rockets that fell inside of Gaza. We saw that also in May 2021 when Israel went head-to-head -head with Hamas in Gaza. Hamas fired rockets. Many of them fell inside the Strip and killed Hamas's fellow Palestinians. So nearly by the time I'm coming to you now, around 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, May 12th, nearly 1,000 rockets fired in about a 48-hour span. That's the point we are at right now, and really seemingly no end in sight right now, folks, despite persistent talk of a ceasefire between Israel and the Iran-backed key point Islamic Jihad group. Egypt has been working around the clock reportedly to try to broker a ceasefire, yet the rockets keep coming. And Israel is saying, look, as long as you continue to launch rockets, we are going to continue to strike uh, Palestinian Islamic Jihad command centers in Gaza, uh, rocket launching pads, places where Islamic Jihad is launching uh, mortars from. That's going to continue. Israel says, look, we can't stand idly by and let you bombard our cities and towns with rockets. That's a non-starter. It's been a non-starter now for two decades when we're talking about Gaza, this continues to be a persistent thorn for Israel. And the rockets, as I mentioned on yesterday's newscast, and by the way, if you miss any of our updates on this latest Gaza campaign, Operation Shield and Arrow, you can check it out here in our archive. Just go to newscast and you will find it all right there. Daily commentaries on everything unfolding in the Middle East right now and why it affects you no matter where you live, hey, while you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world's most strategic and chaotic region, the Middle East, and we're breaking it down for you here on the newscast on a daily basis. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. These rockets, as I mentioned, uh, larger payloads and traveling at further distances, including to central Israel. We reported yesterday that rockets reached as far as Tel Aviv. They were shot down, thankfully. And now we're learning that two Islamic Jihad rockets have been launched at Jerusalem, Israel's ancient and ancestral capital. Thankfully, those rockets were reportedly intercepted as well. But when you start reaching Jerusalem, 
Folks, that is another major red line. Any Israeli city or town is a red line, but Jerusalem is the ancient and eternal capital of Israel. Obviously, a bit of a distance from Gaza as well. So Islamic Jihad attempting to send a message to Israel on that front, and Israel expects more, according to some Israeli military officials, more longer-range rockets to be launched from Gaza as this campaign continues. Now, a key point here, Israel eliminated one more Palestinian Islamic Jihad top commander, Iyad al-Hassani. He was the commander of all Islamic Jihad military operations. So folks, a very big fish that Israel took out today, Iyad al-Hassani, he is the sixth, by my count, top Islamic Jihad commander that Israel has eliminated Since Tuesday alone, yesterday, as we reported here in the newscast, Israel uh, took out the two top Islamic Jihad rocket commanders in Gaza. And on Tuesday, which really kicked this operation off and really uh, brought the element of surprise, Israel eliminated three top commanders in one shot. Uh, The head of Islamic Jihad operations in northern Gaza, the head of Islamic Jihad operations in Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, and another member of Islamic Jihad's uh, military council. So folks, yesterday we laid out three options for you that, in terms of where we think this is going. Uh, Number one, a ceasefire. Uh, It seemed 24 hours ago that a ceasefire was imminent. That does not necessarily seem to be the case right now as Israel, as number one, Islamic Jihad, under orders of the Iranian regime, its masters in Tehran, no doubt, continues to fire the rockets. Israel, of course, responds and responds forcefully and continues to eliminate Islamic Jihad commanders. When Israel does that, Islamic Jihad says, well, we're going to respond to the Zionists. So that continues. So a ceasefire right now, although Egypt is working at it, the U.S. and the EU are are gnashing their teeth, they want to see it, not necessarily going to happen right away, especially when Islamic Jihad now is threatening to continue to launch rockets until Jerusalem Day, which is next week, folks. That begins uh, sundown on Thursday, May 18th, and ends uh, at nightfall on Friday, May 19th, a major date on Israel's calendar. And obviously Jerusalem, when you look at this prophetically, it all comes back to Jerusalem, right? Whether it's Hamas, all of these Iran-backed groups, they covet Jerusalem. And you think of the words of the prophet Zechariah, that a day is coming when Jerusalem will become like a cup of trembling and any nation that comes against it will be cut to pieces Although all nations, and I'm paraphrasing Zechariah here, they want a piece of Jerusalem. So Jerusalem Day, obviously a prime time for the likes of Hamas to really stir things up. So we're keeping an eye on that. That date is circled on our calendar. Will Islamic Jihad continue uh, another week of firing rockets? That brings us to option number two. First option, there's a ceasefire soon, perhaps over the weekend. Second option... This thing escalates between Israel and Islamic Jihad one-on-one, so to speak, because Hamas, Islamic Jihad's fellow Iranian proxy operating in Gaza, has not gotten involved yet. So does Islamic Jihad have the bandwidth and enough firepower to continue this for a whole week, plus without Hamas getting involved as well? I'm not so sure. They're not as strong as Hamas is in terms of their rocket arsenal and other capabilities. That brings us to the third option in terms of this playing out. 
Does this become a broader conflict where Iran ignites its entire ring of fire that surrounds Israel from Gaza to southern Lebanon to Syria to even Yemen, perhaps, and beyond the various Iranian proxies all bombarding Israel? I'm not sure it will go there yet. This seems to be another Iranian dry run, this latest campaign. But folks, no guarantees and expect the unexpected today in the Middle East, no doubt. Hey, yesterday we took you to Ashkelon, where I was in the wake of the May 2021 war between Israel and Hamas. We showed you up close what it's like for the residents of southern Israel who have really borne the brunt of these rocket onslaughts over the years. We went into what used to be a house in Ashkelon, completely destroyed. We talked to the owner of that home. That's not the first time that I've been along the Gaza border during campaigns like this. In November 2018, I was there on the ground when rockets were quite literally falling. Hamas rockets from Gaza, first in Ashkelon, as you'll see in a minute, in a destroyed apartment, destroyed by a rocket. Secondly, uh, in a bomb shelter in Stay Road. I won't say another word. I want you to see what it's like on the ground. I experienced it. Take a look. Where I am standing right now, less than 24 hours ago, this is it. This is a, where a direct hit from a Hamas rocket struck. In this apartment building, you see the chaos, the rubble, the destruction right behind me. In this very apartment, a Hamas rocket fired from Gaza struck. One man was killed. Two women were severely injured as a result of this horrific terror attack. Right now, it, it, we're bringing it home to you here on TBN. This is tangible. This is what it looks like, the aftermath of one of those Hamas rocket attacks. The people who live in this apartment building, their lives are ruined forever. People died here. And this is part of that Hamas terror onslaught. Over 400 rockets, missiles, and mortars fired in the past day alone. Thankfully, the Israel Defense Forces are responding, but we need to keep the people of Southern Israel in our prayers. We're at this bomb shelter in Stero. We just had an alarm go off, a siren warning that Hamas rockets were on their way. Thankfully, they did not land. But this is what the people of southern Israel and cities like Stero live with every day. You have less than 15 seconds to get to one of these bomb shelters. Our team ran in here along with several, several other people. Thankfully, it looks like the alert has passed. But this is reality here in southern Israel in Stero. Folks, a very unnerving moment to hear rocket sirens blaring and you're running into a bomb shelter. It all happened in a flash, but I'm glad I was there on the ground to experience what Israelis experience on a regular basis. As you can see, I was in that bomb shelter, which is a bus stop that doubles as a bomb shelter. I was in there with just average Israelis who live in that neighborhood an experience I will never forget. Keep all of those folks in your prayers as we head into the weekend. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. If anything develops over the weekend breaking, we will come to you right here on our YouTube channel. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.